Now, please mute your devices. Thank you. Uh, brethren, God has been taking us through a series. And we understand by now that each of these series, they are not just uh, there to have a pile of, uh, you know, topic, no. But they are meant, God brings them to us to achieve something specific in our lives, in our families, and even in our homes. He brings them to us for a purpose. And so we must, we must intentionally yield ourselves. It is for the purpose of helping us to grow in faith. It is for the, and the more you grow in faith, you see that even the more spiritual height you attain. And I tell you one thing, brethren, if your spiritual life is correct with God, every other thing will fall in place physically. I'm a living testimony. Check your, if you check your life, if your life is correct with God spiritually, Every other thing we follow. You enjoy peace at home. You enjoy peace in your own mind. Peace at work. Everything falls in place. Things are not all over the place. But when the spiritual life of a man or woman is in disarray, then everything else begins to fall also, even apart physically. So, brethren, what the Lord is building in, in, in preparation for the global revival that is coming in you, in me, in our families, in the church, in this community and all over the world, is to build a foundation, to build us, to make us strong. And then we can able to be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. And not just that, what we keep you is like you are taking fertilizer that will keep you strong to the end. What will keep you strong to the end, <clears throat> even when there are challenges, when there are trials before you, you always, the Holy Spirit has a way of bringing the war. He will remind you there are some wealth that I have had in the past, in years, whether in Jesus' house or perhaps maybe uh, where God has placed us even before. I, I tell you one thing that even there are some wells that even back when I was on campus, there are sometimes I still remember some wells, some wells. So God has a way of planting his seed in our heart and it is to sustain us until we get to eternity. And my prayer is that this morning, this word that you are receiving, they will not only become a seed, they will wrought mighty signs and wonders in your life and your heart will be open to receive it and they will mix with faith in your heart in the mighty name of Jesus. And even myself, even after preaching to others, I will not be a castaway in the mighty name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Turn your Bible with me to the book of, uh, let's look at the book of Mark. <clears throat> uh, look, look. Luke chapter 18. Let's, uh, let's, let's go with Luke. Luke 18. Luke chapter 18. And I'm going to read from verse 1 to 8. And there, thereafter, I will ask some questions to also see who has been following and who has been taking notes. Luke chapter 18. I read from verse 1 to 8 uh, quickly. And he spake a parable unto them to this end that men ought always to pray and not to fame, saying, There was in a city a judge which feared not God, neither regarded man. And there was a widow in that city, and she came unto him, saying, Avenge me of my adversary. And he would not for a while, but afterward he said within himself, Though I fear not God, nor regard man, yet because this widow troubleth me, I will avenge her lest by their continual coming she weary me. And the Lord said, 
hear what the unjust judge said, and shall not God avenge his own elect, which cried day and night unto him, though he be alone with them? I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on the earth? Let somebody shout a big hallelujah. He's going to avenge you. I wanted to shout a big hallelujah. hallelujah. Uh, God, has, um, God has spoken to us on why we need to live by faith or the importance of living by faith. We've looked at about six different reasons. I want somebody to just tell us to mute your device. Tell us one, one of the six. Why must you live by faith as a Christian? Um, so we need faith to please God. We need faith to please God. That's amazing. God bless you. Yes, that's one of the reasons. If you don't have faith as a Christian, you can't please God. Okay, who wants to tell us another one? To overcome. Overcome all the wiles of the devil. The devil. The Bible tells us in Ephesians, tells us in Ephesians chapter 6, he says that we should take on the shield of faith, our faith, so that we may quench all the fairy that of the wicked. God bless you, sir. Yes. Let's take uh, maybe one more. We need faith to believe in the word of God. We need faith. The Bible says in Hebrews 4 verse 2, the word preached did not mix with faith in them. That's why many people hear the word. But it produced no result. Why? Because it did not mix with faith in them. Okay, maybe you had wanted to say something. Uh, if you yes, there's still two more. We need faith to obtain healing. We need faith to obtain healing to enjoy divine health, like the case of that woman with the issue of blood. She said, If I could but touch the hem of his garment, I'll do what I'll be made whole. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And perhaps one of the ones that, um, that have not been mentioned is that we need faith to offer acceptable offering before God, unto God. We need faith even for our prayers also to be answered. Now, from this story where, that we read this morning in Luke chapter 18, from verse 1 to 8, Jesus Christ began that story with a powerful statement, and he ended that story with another powerful statement. Verses 1, don't all don't forget that scripture. Don't also forget verse 8. Is, they are very powerful. It's like what he started with was, was, was very powerful and what he ended the story with. So it's like there are two things and then the story was in between. What did Jesus say? He said, men ought always to, men, 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 ought always to pray and not to faint. That means there's tendency for Men to faint in the place of prayer. Don't faint in the place of prayer. Now, he went on to now cite an example of what it means. He talks about a woman, a widow, who will go to a wicked judge who is not, the judge doesn't know God, he doesn't care anything about God, or he doesn't have regard for man, neither for God. But then the Bible says, by a continual wearing, this woman refused to give up. She keep praying, she keep pressing him, and then at a point, the judge said, this woman just disturbing me. I pray as too much. It's the same request, 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 the same request. Again, and it become boring in the man's here. 
And the man said, okay, well, even though I don't have respect for God or for man, I will grant her a request. And Jesus used that parable to tell us on two things. One, on the need to be persistent in prayer. And two, on the need for us to keep our faith. Jesus said in verse 8, I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on earth. So number seven, why do you need to live by faith as a Christian? You need to live by faith in order to stay in Christ and to remain in him at his coming. You need your faith to stay in Christ and to remain in him at his coming. Jesus Christ is looking for one thing when he comes back to the earth, faith. Will he find faith on that? What that you know, symbolizes or what that illustrates to us is that when I come back again, when I come back again, will you still be called a Christian? Will you still be called a Christian? Will you still be on fire for God? Will you still be keeping your, your hope in Christ? Will you still be called a Christian? You see, for every one of us, now, whether you are married, if you are married, the Bible says that the two shall chase 10,000. Now, if you don't have children and the Lord has blessed you with children, that means the number of children should multiply the number of souls you and your family will chase. Or you don't have a job before, now you have a job. That should even help you now to pursue and to do evangelism more. We must not allow blessings to diminish our fire. And that is what we say. And that's why sometimes when people are praying to God and say, Lord, do this, do this. And God will say, the reason why I'm not answering you is this. It's not that I'm a wicked God. But the thing is that what I see ahead of you is that if I grant you what you are asking for, you may take you away from me. And your soul is precious to God than anything you are looking for in this world. I'm telling you, brother, our soul is more important to God than money than clothes, than position, than properties, than anything else. Your soul, your soul, your soul. That's why Jesus Christ came, so that we may not go to hell. And nobody will go to hell among us in the name of Jesus. So brethren, as the Lord is prospering you, you are changing level. Don't allow that change of level to diminish your fire. Ah, those pastor, you don't understand. But brethren, there's nothing here I don't understand that. You don't really understand. You don't know my situation. My situation is I'm so busy now. My work is taking my time. My children are taking my time. My husband is taking my time. My wife, oh, I have to take my wife to the to the salon. I have to do this. You know, those are all excuses. Now, when you were not, when you were not married, you were fire for God. Now that you are married, no, it should be that both of you now should be on what? On fire for God, chasing even multitudes into his kingdom. So when Jesus Christ comes, we need faith to remain in him. We need faith. So the more your faith grows, you see that the more stronger, the more deep-rooted you are in Christ Jesus. Number eight, why do you need faith? Why do you need to live by faith and not by sight? Why do you need to live by faith and not by the things that you see? Is that you need your faith to wrought mighty signs and wonders. See, God, you know, apart from God interested in our soul, God also wants us to demonstrate that he is God. He wants us to demonstrate his power in our various, you know, the, you know, the, you know jurisdictions or 
and devils a lie. If you look at the book of Acts of the Apostle, chapter 6, verse 5, the Bible made us to understand something important. And, and the same pleased the whole multitude. And they chose Stephen, a man full of faith and of the Holy Ghost, and Philip, and Prochorus, and Nicanor, and Timion, and Parmenas, and Nicholas, a proselyte of Antioch. Look at also the same chapter, verse 8. And Stephen, full of faith. Remember that word, full of faith. Full of faith. They did not say Stephen, full of wrath. They did not say Stephen, full of jealousy. They did not say Stephen, full of malice. They are Stephen, full of, uh, you know, this uh, crisis. No. Stephen, full of faith. When God wants to describe you, whether you are still alive or dead, let God describe you to somebody and say, my son, my daughter, full of faith, 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 not full of fear, not full of fear, not full of fear, not full of fear, full of faith. Stephen is in heaven now, but yeah, we are still talking about him. Stephen, a man full of faith. Now, and power did great wonders and miracles among the people. How? The reason why many has not been commanding wonders, signs and wonders, miracles, is fear. And not only that, now, if somebody dwells in fear, it shows their level of faith. So if you are tormented by fear, the antidote is to say, Lord, increase my faith. You don't need to, you don't need to be saying, Lord, you don't need to focus your attention on the fear. The solution to overcome the spirit of fear whether you're about to embark on a project and fear grips your heart, whether you're about to do something or you're about to, about to do something again that you've done, whatever thing in your life, and fear is certain. What's the prayer you should pray is, Lord, increase my faith. Because when your faith increases, fear disappears. Fear disappears. If you pray that God take away this fear, God will take away the fear. But if your heart is vacuum, the fear will come back. But if your heart is filled of faith and then fear tries to come back, that faith will chase it away. So you pray and say, Lord, increase my faith. And then your fear will disappear. Now, so Stephen wrote signs and wonders. Of course, we know many things, uh, or some of us may know, but you can read the remaining story. Stephen was a man who manifested. In fact, if you read towards the end, when, you know, in chapter 7 and also even chapter 8, and how he was persecuted, but towards the end of chapter seven, when he, you know, when Stephen was stoned to death, this man, to the extent that while he was yet alive, and they were stoning him, the Bible said he looked up, and he saw God. He saw the glory of God in the bright. He looked up and he saw heaven open. A man full of faith. So you need faith to wrought mighty signs and wonder here on earth. God is not only interested in you just being able to, oh, speaking in tongues, you know, is a Christian. Oh, no, 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 no. Is that you manifest signs and wonder in your various endeavors, in your place of work. The enemy attacks somebody and the person is there. Don't be scared. You say, can I pray for him? Can I pray for her? It is not you that will manifest this. It is your faith in God. It is Christ in you. It is God backing you up. And people will be surprised. Um, no, let's call the ambulance. Well, they say, well, I did not say don't call 911, but can I just pray for him? And if you pray for him, he will rise. A lot of things happen in our, in our very eyes every day. So don't allow fear. God wants us to rot signs and wonder. 
But that cannot happen if you are under torment of fear. That only operates if you are full of faith. Say, I am full of faith by the help of the Holy Ghost. I am full of faith by the help of the Holy Ghost. Say it louder. I am full of faith by the help of the Holy Ghost. I am full of faith by the help of the Holy Why is it important to live by faith as a Christian? Number nine. Colossians chapter 4, verse 17. If you are there before me, read. Colossians chapter 4, verse 17. If you are there before me, please, you can go ahead and read. But it looks like I'm there before you. So I read. Now, say to Archippus, put your name there. Say to David, my wife is already putting her name too. So you put your own name there. Archippus is no longer alive now. <laughs> so say to Archippus, say to David, take heed to the ministry. There's a ministry in everybody's hand. There's a ministry in your hand. Everybody. Yeah. Which thou hast received in the Lord, that thou wilt fulfill it. If you don't have faith, if you don't live by faith, you can't fulfill the ministry. So why do you need faith? Why do you need to live by faith daily? Is that we need faith to remain faithful in little things and to fulfill our ministry. We need faith to fulfill our calling. If you don't live by faith, you can't fulfill your calling. I want you to bow down your head this morning. Now, you have heard the word of the Lord. You are going to be praying. You have four prayer points to pray. What is your point? prayer point number one? By now you should know. Prayer of thanksgiving. Father, I thank you for bringing me to this morning revival. I thank you for helping me to pray with the brethren. I thank you for averting the hands to the agenda of the enemy over my life. I thank you for the word that I have. Now, go ahead and begin to pray. Go ahead and begin to thank him. Make sure you are praying it the way you pray and bind the devil. That's the same way with the same energy you should pray for prayer of thanksgiving. I appreciate him for the word that you have had this morning. I appreciate him in the name of Jesus. I thank you this morning for guiding us again. And you have brought your word unto us. You've sent it. You sent forth your word. Your word healed them and delivered them from all their destruction. This morning, Father, we receive you. You have opened our eyes to see that we need faith to remain in you to the end. Not only that, we need faith to fulfill the ministry that you have committed into our hands. Not only that, we need faith to write mighty signs and wonders like Stephen in the Bible. Lord, this morning I pray, increase the faith of your children. Cause one of your children to live by faith. Lord, I banish the spirit of fear. And I, I, I pray in the name of Jesus, your faith will grow. Where that fear will not come back again to your heart. In the name of Jesus, your faith will grow in the name of Jesus. As you go out today, everything you desire, they are turned to testimony. Even before, even as you are thinking about those things, the Lord will bring them to your hand in the name of Jesus. And when we meet this evening, you will have testimony. In the name of Jesus, I cover each one of you with the blood of Jesus. There shall be in your tabernacle. There shall be no loss of property. There shall be no loss of life. There shall be no loss of infant. There shall be no loss of, of parents. There shall be no loss of, of children. 
in the name of Jesus. There shall be no loss of money. There shall be no loss of assets. In the name of Jesus, total victory. In Jesus' most powerful name, we are praying. Brethren, tonight is our Bible study. Join us in person if you are not in school or at work. Invite your friends and neighbor. Tell them about what Jesus is doing and be prepared also to come and share your testimony. Let's share the grace together. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God.